You're a working professional. You're on the go in the morning and you need breakfast and to get right with the Lord at the same time and quick. Why not try the all-new spiritually infused cereal, Holy Hoppers Crunch? Holy Hoppers is the only cereal handcrafted by the 12 disciples. Start eating now and collect all 12 robes. You'll never believe all the prizes inside. Frankincense, myrrh, purity rings. There's something for all you saints and sinners. Get Holy Hoppers in the cereal aisle today. Holy Hoppers Crunch. Blessed and highly flavored. What's happening, people? It's your boy, co-host Joel Boyd, comedy writer, actor, director. Welcome to the show. High Powered is the show where everybody's just trying to find the best versions of themselves, man. Now, today, uh, we got a very special guest, Maya Cryer. She's a writer, director, and filmmaker. She is actually uh, the producer on High Power, the film. She's also uh, one of the co-directors of the web series that we did, uh, Sad Ass Black Folk. And she's just a delight, man. If you ever get lucky enough to work with her in Hollywood, uh, you already know the vibes. She is credited with being a professional assistant to the great Black director, Stan Lathan. And she actually, working with Stan Lathan, is part of the legendary history of the Emmy-winning crew who made Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones. That's right. Today, we have an Emmy-winning guest on our show. She's also worked on Drop the Mic at TBS, which is actually where I met her. And uh, she was also part of the crew who helped make Martin the Reunion happen on BT+. You can keep up with Maya at Maya Simone C underscore uh, on uh, Instagram. That's her first name and middle name, Simone Maya, M-A-Y-A, Simone, S-A-M-O-N-E, and then C, the letter C, and underscore. All right? And uh, it's a great episode, man. It's a really dope interview. It's a little bit inside baseball because we, uh, me, her, and Ralph are just good friends. And uh, we end up talking about love. We talk about a lot of great stuff, man. What it was like on set, working on High Power. And um, man, yeah, let's get into the show. Welcome. To high power. Let me tell you about this Andre 3000 sighting that I was supposed to tell Oh, you yes, yes, yes. Boy, I touched the God, bro. Andre 3000. First of all, uh, I, where I work is in the art district, and it's like a very nice, like, it's like LA Times. Yeah, everyone goes there to eat. And first of all, I'm very humbled at this job. Like, I'm just like, from studio owner to serving people food, it's just something, identity. Like, my coworkers are like, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. I'm like, I know, but I am. There's an identity thing going on in my head. Mm -hmm. Like, where I'm just like, I shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm also grateful that I'm here. I'm making money. So I'm walking towards a computer screen to put something in an order in or something mm -hmm. and someone says hey i turn around of course and i was just and it's andre 3000 sitting there with his son and two other people mm -hmm. i turn around he's just like talking to me <laughs> but all i can do joel i i kid you not is just put my fist out like this like, <laughs> Holy shit. like i was just like i have to do this like so he fist pumps me. Okay. And then I 
I don't know. I just did the Ralph thing that I could do. And I just bow. Like, I just bow to Andre 3000. And then, you know what was cool? He bowed right back. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> so he asked me oh. for, like, a cup. He was like, can you grab that glass right there? I was going to get it myself. I was like, I got you. I give him the glass. He says, thank you, bro. I've met celebrities. I've I Method Man, first celebrity I saw out here. Mm-hmm. Um, this nigga right here had my whole body, mm-hmm. like, I almost fainted, bro. Just because wow. I was just like, how cool he was, the way he sounded was like jazz. The way he talks was like, nigga, are you performing or is this how you <laughs> yes. talk? My nigga, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like, when he fist pumped me, bro, yeah. I felt ch- like, I was like, Damn, bro, bro, I turned around. <laughs> I really turned around from the table after I helped him out. And, I, you know, you got to say hi to everyone else at the day. You can't just be like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. what's up? We all niggas scrub. But everyone yeah. else was nice at the table. The sun was cool. And then I just turn around and I find myself like, breathe in, breathe out. Mm-hmm. That was on, like, because Andre 3000 to me is like, that's top. Like, mm-hmm. he's top, like, he's... top two. Like, bro. just the Love Below album, just like, ha- like, bro. Bro, like just I mean, that album alone for me yeah. changed how I, how mm-hmm. I, I move in love. Like mm-hmm. prototype was like my fit, bro. That, like you forget this nigga had the whole world singing, "Hey y'all." Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. and just to see him, and I was like, this is the most perfect celebrity where he's known throughout. Everyone knows, and then if you don't know him, like I kind of lose respect for you. Yeah. Like I really do. Absolutely. Like the server. That was actually serving the table. I was like, "Do you know who the fuck is at your table?" I'm like, "Do you know who's at your table?" She's like, "Um, well, there's this guy. He's like an art curator." And I was just like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like I literally am like, "Shut the fuck up!" That's this wow. is Andre three thousand. Like, yeah. and then like it just separated from who I have to talk to, who I can't talk to, because it's like this yeah, is the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even my manager, white guy, he. he Apparently was upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes downstairs because someone says Andre is there. He comes up to me. He's just like, why didn't you tell me the God was in the building? I was just like, I'm still getting over it myself. Like, I literally was breathing in, yeah, breathing yeah. out, breathing. Because I was just frozen, bro. Damn. And then I'm telling the chef, like, the chefs don't know who's here, who's not. Because they're just, they see people, but they don't see. Right, 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 right. And so I'm like, Andre, the, and Tears are about to fall out of my face. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on right now? I never fucking cry for anybody. But I was like, yeah. damn, I'm really, I this is really my guy. Like, my body is reacting mm-hmm, to this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we had Adele come into the restaurant. I didn't freak out. Mm-hmm. I was just like, it's just Adele. Mm-hmm. Like, I, didn't, I didn't care. Like, I had, there was one girl, like, like yeah. she was like, ah, it's Adele, and let me serve her one. I was like, bruh, it's Adele. I mean, we locked eyes. It's no big deal. <laughs> she, she's it's a, bumped. It was awkward. It's, it was yeah. <laughs> but you uh, don't have any celebrity sightings that you're just like, wow. Like Because you do a lot. Like that? Um, definitely. Frank Ocean. Oh, shit. I had a Frank Ocean sighting. Yeah, that was within, within months of me moving to L.A. And what's crazy is Chris Rock was the head, you know, he was the big act that mm-hmm. night. I'm going to a comedy store. He was working out some new stuff. But the real moment of that night was coming out of the comedy store. And there was just like, I mean, I remember, remember coming out 
and then making that right down the the uh that hallway, that long ramp where all the names are written. And there's that parking lot right there. Mm-hmm. And I remember just like I just looked over and Frank Goshen's just like chilling there. Just same as you as you describe Andre. I mean, he's like kind of not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of standing there. I think he was waiting for his friend. They were probably gonna, you know, grab their car or whatever to get out. He, I think he saw the show. He saw the show. And he's t- way taller than you think he is. Mm. He's, I think he's over six feet tall. Uh, and I'll never forget just, he was, I think he was talking to a couple other, like, you know, young white dude fans that were kind of like, oh, shit, it's Frank. Hey, what's up, man? Mm. And I fucking was like, yo, I, I don't care about these little white boys you're talking to right now. Like, I know they some fans, but my nigga. <laughs> hey, Frank. Frank. I went like I I didn't I think they were mid sentence and mm. I was I I clean interrupted them <laughs> like straight this is not important Frank this is not important <laughs> let me let you know something right now hey bro I got to do this real quick like I just held my hand out and obviously this is pre COVID and all that shit mm. so I just gave him the clean like bro I have to shake your hand bro. yeah I got I oh on, man bro. and he just like he was like hey thank you like real graceful like hey thank you bro give me the clean you know brother handshake. He really appreciated me. I don't know what it was and how I walked up to him, but I was like, I don't know. It was probably my energy. I was like, I know you talking to these little white boys. Yeah. Hey, my nigga. Yeah. What's up? I see you, bro. Yo, that's dope, bro. And he, but he took it in. He was cool. He was just real chill. And I'll never forget, like, she's like, oh, shit. And that was during a time, obviously, where it was rare to see this. Thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's Both of these are rare sightings. Yeah. Andre 3000 and a Frank Ocean, that's rare. Very, very, I mean, don't hang and out. Frank's like famous at the time. At this time, this was like 2017. I think Blonde com- came out in 2016. Yeah. So this yeah, was like you're the seeing, famous. Yeah. The internet had already been doing all the jokes of like, where is Frank Ocean? Where is Frank Ocean? Has anybody seen him? So I'm like, oh, nigga, he's here. He's at the comedy store. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> Exciting. And so, but I remember looking down just real quick. I didn't want to bother him that much. I was like, no, I, I'm just do this. I got to shake your hand, bro. Mm, like, thank mm. you. And walked away. I remember before I walked away, I looked down. And this nigga was wearing some, like, Adidas that I have never seen before. And I have not seen since. Mm. I don't know if they made them just for him. But they were, like, like, some shoes from the future, bro. They were, like, had all these colors it kind of reminded me of like the the J Cole like the Dreamers type style, but they were like like mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know like big had a big uh, Adidas sign yeah just like it was but they were like fly as fuck fresh all the it, it looked like somebody had like hand painted them almost I was like what are these fucking shoes and I just had to let that go and just be like this nigga has a closet of shit that I have never seen and will never see again yeah. That's Frank Ocean. And then I just had to walk away. Like, just take that. That's hard. And just, but this was, like, my first couple months in L.A., so I'm like, bro. it's. I think it's moments like that where there's moments like that where I think, I don't know, in some way I think it's it's God doing a little wink. Like, hey, man, the, the people that inspire you, like, they're just to see them and feel their energy for a moment, mm-hmm. just for a moment. It's mm-hmm. almost like they charge charged you up a little bit yeah just just take a little bit of that yeah wow wow i've been you unlocked a lot of things for me like uh we have a great interview today my goodness we one of our good friends best friends uh we've made some amazing projects with her maya crier writer director filmmaker 
producer on our short film of the same title as this podcast, High Power. Uh, she ran the ship. She does it. She does it right. So um, by day, she's the assistant to uh, the great Stan Lathan, and we get into what a legend he is and, and you know, obviously what a young legend she is for working with him. Uh, but you know her from the Emmy-winning special, Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones on Netflix. I met her working at uh, Drop the Mic on TBS, and uh, she also helped on the set of The Martin Reunion on BT+. And um, she's also here to promote her e-course. So anybody out there, man, if you're young and you're looking to to do things in Hollywood, the best way to get started is to be an assistant, whether that's production assistant and executive assistant. She is designing. She's also on her businesswoman-ish. She is designing an e-course for Hollywood assistants. It's called The Executive Asset. Um, and it's soon to be available online. Please, man, if you're serious about joining us in this industry and becoming a person of of, uh, of contributing to to the world and to art, um, definitely take her her course, man. Um, it's available for you. You can find her and keep up with her at uh, Maya Simone C underscore on IG. Man, great conversation. I yeah. so much fun. Yeah, she's a goofball. So uh, she was fun. spiritual goofball. Spiritual goofball. Yeah, silly. Yeah. Spiritual eagle goofball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for y'all to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. All right, man. Uh, after this commercial break, you're here from the super, super, super talented Mike Cryer. When I wake up in the morning, what's the first thing I do? I grab a cup of coffee. But, you know, uh, it's like I, I want to immediately contribute to the world in a positive way. So how do I do that? You know what I do? I buy my coffee from California Coffee Company. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. They're a black-owned, culturally connected coffee and lifestyle brand. Their products taste amazing. It's freshly ground, roasted coffee. They have all types of flavors that are just exactly what you need in the morning. They are young. They are doing it. They're reclaiming the culture through coffee, through teaching everybody that follows their movement about culture, class, and confidence. And, and and truly, they are letting people know where the true origins of coffee came from. Did you know that the coffee bean originates from Ethiopia? Did you know that? Enslaved black folks established the coffee industry in South and Central America. But when people think of coffee, they don't really think about black folks. You know, in its origins, but 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 they are here to change that. You guys are out there and you're drinking your coffee every day. I'm telling you where you got to go. You got to go to CaliCoffee.co. That's CaliCoffee.co, the California Coffee Company. And you're going to use our discount code POWERPOD for 15% off your coffee purchase. They ship nationwide and you can get your coffee and maybe some of their apparel at calicoffee.co. You can follow them on Instagram at the Cali Coffee and they are going to hook you up and let you know that tasting is believing. They're telling a new story about people of color through the world's most beloved beverage. That's California Coffee Company. Go ahead, type in your code at calicoffee.co. California Coffee Company. Uh, I'm 
29. I've been doing that since, been, for the past few years. We the old. same age. I've been doing that. You got an old soul, though, Maya. Man I know I am. I'm like 75 for real. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're that old. Oh, well, that's how <laughs> you're No, like, no, you're like a clean like, 52. Yeah. <laughs> What's a clean? You're definitely 50. Okay, yeah. yeah. 50. Okay. Because yeah. you still got a little life. It's like, you know, but she talks shit. Yeah. <laughs> 50 year olds are like, they, be, they talk shit, but they Wait. have fun. You still got a little hope, too. You feel like, <laughs> oh, life has just started. Yeah, they might get it's married 50. again. Yeah, they might <laughs> get married again. Exactly. That's what she on her second marriage. Oh, yeah. no. I'm rolling. Yeah. <laughs> not the second. Yeah, yeah. You know, the you're not like, she's not like TT, Maya, like, I don't know. You're mm-hmm. not like old, old, where it's like, yeah. Like, I wouldn't expect you to not be fun. She's still. old enough to ask you where your Bible is. <laughs> kind of old she is. Like, Where's your Bible? <laughs> that's uh, true. You don't like that's the thing, like you don't even realize like a lot of movies we watch that mm-hmm. may seem they like they stole stories from the Bible. Yeah, or like, yeah, I I would just say inspired. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. ripped them from the Bible. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I think a, yeah, a lot of movies we see, you don't even realize it. You're like, oh shoot, that was actually like if you think about it, a lot of stories are not new. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. If you think of like Cain and Abel, right? Like yeah. murder, like that's and then now you have like shows how to get away with murder. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. nothing is new under the sun. Like, a lot of stuff is just based from the Bible. Right. And then right, people right. just, you know, build off of that. But yeah. Yeah. So, Titanic is about <laughs> the whale. Not every <laughs> single, right? The whale, the Jonah Titanic, and the fish. Jonah the and the whale. The ship was the whale. You stupid. People are trapped in the place. I'm that's, rolling. That's what? Pretty, that's pretty close. Come on. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> What's Hamlet? Is that, Hamlet. Is, that, is that biblical? Hamlet. Did Shakespeare was Shakespeare original? Did he steal a bunch of stuff he, from like? If he was an artist, he probably stole a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean we know that as yeah, artists, who's like the guy, who's the guy that was alive during that time? I was like, man, that's my Billy, shit. Billy Shakespeare. Where, where, where he at? He stole my shit. <laughs> Billy. I just told him that story last that's night. Right. At the play the, right, bro. right, right. And now this, it's... This nigga stole my <laughs> shit. Like, oh, I wrote it down. He was intelligent. You know? <laughs> yeah, I could read it right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Oh, my goodness. Uh, thank you for being here, though. My, yeah. My crier. What did you watch growing up? What you, like, what were you oh, into? We, you were, like, we already a, know the greats. We know the greats. We've... We were watching Nickelodeon, so it was <laughs> watching Cartoon Network. So the old Disney Channel uh-huh. was Disney just oh. just prime. Like were you at that's all Raven baby? Oh what? <laughs> Every Friday, seven p.m. Oh wow, I forgot. Like when it came faithful. On. You're right. Faithfully. It was like an end of the week, like little Yes, every time. Yeah, new episodes. Oh, yeah. Cause like after on Fridays, yeah. my parents would let me have like fast food, right? Okay. So, cause it's like the weekend. So after school, I go. I'd eat Taco Bell or Burger King on Fridays. On Fridays, uh-huh. and then a few hours later, yeah. where, where was this? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Pennsylvania. This mm-hmm. place called Exeter, which mm-hmm. is outside of Reading, mm-hmm. which is an hour, uh, forty-five minutes to an hour from Philadelphia. I was born in Philadelphia. All my family's from Philly. Um, but I grew up in the suburbs, mm-hmm. so it took you to the safe route, yeah. right? <laughs> but That's if anyone asks, "Am I where are you from?" I'm gonna just say Philly because no, I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. Outside it's just, of Philly, you'll say Philly. I'm going to just say Philly in general because oh, yeah. I don't have time to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Philly people are funny, though. How you yeah. know? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're from Jersey? That's right. You are from Jersey. 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 Oh, excuse me. Oh, well. I live in Jersey. He I said correction. Jersey. I got too used to it. <laughs> so, wait, where? Okay, you live. Wait, so where are you from, then? It's not, my, it's not about me. <laughs> I was born in Boston. And I oh, was in yeah. oh! And I did live in Jersey for like a year. Jersey That's interesting. Yeah. I had a very good life. Well, <laughs> uh, Philly people are funny. Uh, okay, there are always some characters. They're always oh, up absolutely. They're always up to something. But we always moving and grooving. <laughs> but we getting always, things done though. Huh? Things are getting done. Scheming and dealing. That's no. Okay, I don't know who you met. They ain't mine. They ain't Every my Philly folks. Guy I've met, oh, there's always a like. There's a catch. There's a catch. Yeah. Well, I don't and know. When you catch them, they just be like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, shit. Like, <laughs> what did they do, Ralph? Right? I, you caught me. You know what? I'm sorry. What's, what's, <laughs> what's the noise <laughs> they make? Huh? What's the noise they do? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you got me. Okay. <laughs> I need that on my. Damn. I need that as a I recording. Believe, I believe that. Yeah. yeah. My great-grandparents, excuse me, mm-hmm. they're still living, and they have a... Your great-grandparents yes, are here yes. with them living? Yeah, it's wild. Like, my my great-grandfather celebrated his 100th birthday last year. What? Yes. And he's still in Philly? Yes, they are. They're still in the same house they got, like, years ago. I, I got to ask them how many years wow. ago. But everything in that house, like, he fixed and put together all of that stuff, right? I really pray that, I, no, I, this will happen, but, like, that we can, that we'll be able to keep the the house. Because mm-hmm. it is being, gen- it's gen- I mean, yeah, it's gentrified to the nth degree mm. there now. Like, there's a target. You can walk to a target this now. This is like, in the city? This is in the city. So they live, um, they live in South Philly. Okay. Growing mm-hmm. up, it was just only black people. Mm-hmm. Only. Now it's just like, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, it's, I mean, that's, but that's the thing about gentrification is like, on one hand, it's like you do want areas to be cleaned up nicely, right? Yeah. Or like you do that's, want things to be, per- yeah. but at the same time, it's that thing of you want things preserved mm-hmm. that are, you know, black owned and all those different mm-hmm. things. Like, I deeply, we've been talking about Malcolm X a few times on mm-hmm. the show. Um, but I deeply went into his book in the pandemic, mm-hmm. and that was just one of the ideas that I really resonated with. Was just like, oh no, we we do. We need to govern ourselves. Mm-hmm. We we and we haven't been given the opportunity or the time mm-hmm. to do that because every time we get close, it's like Target. Yeah, they are sprouts. They they are on the brink of revolution. Let's bring in smoothies and <laughs> Target. Targets. Niggas love Target. Honestly. Niggas love Target more than Walmart. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Walmart is traumatic. Yeah. Wal- Walmart is tra- Thank I've never you. I've had a good experience. Can you say that again? It's always attached to trauma. I was trauma. in Walmart last night <laughs> in Burbank. I'm in Burbank. Yeah. Why am I having traumatic experience in Burbank in Wa- at a Walmart? It's weird, bro. I don't, I don't know, know what it is, what it is spiritually either. Spiritually about Walmart. Spiritually, Walmart has something. It's, it's first of all, it's when you enter it's Walmart, that's America. 
I Thank you. But no, 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 no. It's like trailer park America. Yeah. It's but not, what it's is dungeon? But you America. know what? But it's not. It's in every. It's every Walmart. It's every. Walmart. Like yeah, I've been. It's, it's universal. It's literally <laughs> every. You're traumatized in Burbank. That's the best it's gonna be. <laughs> That's, that's what's the best one. That's the best one. You went yeah. to the best one. Right. The and I'm one. like, what is going on? There's just so much going on. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Because it's, it's like soulless. I think. Mm. There's like you. Is that what it That's is? what happens. When you walk in a Walmart, mm-hmm. they check souls at the door. <laughs> Stupid. You leave yeah, your soul in your car. Waving at you just took your soul. Uh-uh. They don't do that no more. You know they used to hand out stickers and stuff like that? They don't do that no more. When social media exploded, Walmart exploded too because everyone was just like, you know what's a great place to do a video? Yes, Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, that's so true because they don't like, care. They tried to do it at Target and Target was like, shut that shit down. They'd be like, hey, gone. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there was a guy that tried to do like dress up as a Target guy. They shut him out. Ah! Mm. Walmart, you can do whatever you want. Whatever. Scare customers, steal. Bring your baby. We'll babysit. You're stupid. over here at the... Bring your baby. Bro, come on. You're so... One register open. One! And it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Why? But why? I always stalk But why? No matter what day it is, you're stalking. Whatever time it is. I haven't been to Walmart in years, but I can tell you exactly what. So where is. do you shop at then? Where do you... I'm at, at Target. You at Target? All right. Target. They just got a little class in right. there. Right. Yeah, come on. They clean Jeez. in there. They clean. They do. It and smells I trust nice. Their lotion one. I trust. I'm their lotion. rolling. And they fuck with black businesses. They, they do. do. Target. They do. I have bought a little bit Tabitha Brown's items. She has a whole line mm-hmm. at Target. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely copped mm-hmm. the carts. Like, if you get a Target cart, there's a cup holder in there now. They want you to get a Starbucks drink, shop all day, get another Starbucks drink, which is free, by the way. I didn't know that, but I think it's free. So if you get a Starbucks, you walk in, right? You get get a Starbucks drink Mm -hmm. as as soon as you walk in, right? You shop, do, 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 do. Oh, my drink is empty. Let me go get another one. I think you get a free one, at least, or some sort of discount. You sure it's not just if you're a cute woman like you? Um, I don't think I would just get that. Might be a thing. Okay. <laughs> that might be a thing. That might be a thing. That probably is a thing. But I would try it. That's still y'all should try. That's it. true. I'm a cute man. I need this. I'm rolling. That's very true. I'm tired, bro, I'm tired. Like, what you know, tired of? Discounts for everything. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up. Really? We like, that's... Woman will be like, "Hey, girl, I see you. Yeah, discount." And then a guy will look at a girl like, hey, I see you. Discount. That's so true. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Come on. Yeah, that's true. Come on. Discount. That's true. Hey, girl. This, yo. Hey, oh, sis. Discount. Mm-hmm. Yes. Discount. <laughs> Bruh. It's rare when a nigga get a discount, bro. Yeah, we got to work. Yeah, yeah what do you... Man got to work. And what do y'all... And we should, though. Yeah. Man got to... We got to work. Or I don't know if y'all go to club... Or whatever y'all do. Yeah. Is there still, like... Oh, it's free for. I, I think that's still a thing, right? It's free yeah. for women, and oh, then like absolutely. forty dollars, thirty dollars. Absolutely. For guys. Uh, stop going to those. <laughs> it's a game. It's a game. That's like Miami. That's Florida. Yeah. Florida, oh wow. Uh-huh. They do that all, Atlanta, all the time. And you and you look like a Texas trying to get in there before ten. Like I am trying to pay twenty dollars and get in that line, but they still hold the line. They do. They hold the line and make sure. Yeah. Make sure you wait. Dang, bro, ladies in free. Hey, I love when ladies got to pay though. Yeah, you too. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> Security, I'm like, hey, you too. Yeah, 
Who hurt you, nigga? Everyone. Right. I'm about to say. I, I'd hook. Who I, was I'm she? A, I'm, a, I'm a gentleman. Where is she? God. Forgive her. Where's she at? <laughs> Scars. Ah! He's trying to see the baby. Again, this is not about me. It's about you. <laughs> I know, but now that we in this, I'm like, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> People are allowed to be hurt. It makes us. Oh, stronger. absolutely. It but... makes us stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it does, though. It makes you re- What's yeah. your? Do you have a breakup recipe? Do you know? <laughs> a recipe? Like, you know, we all. Do you guys not have that? Like, you when... know what you need to do when some shit goes. Oh, down? okay. Like uh, the aftermath. Yeah. What yeah. is? Oh, okay. Your... Well, I was well, like the during math too. <laughs> Aftermath, you're getting in the handle of it. But like when you get heartbroken, like boom. I don't. Do what's crazy is I don't be. You don't get heartbroken. I'll be breaking. I'll be breaking. Oh well, yeah. I'm sorry. It's like like if I look at the past relationships I've had, it was me saying, "Okay, see you." Damn, that's real. Yeah, niggas. But I still be hurt. I still be like, dang, like I really like them and woo woo. So why'd you break up? A majority of the time, I'm breaking up with, <laughs> with people just because, like, how do I say this? Like, it, it just, we're not compatible standard-wise. Okay. So it's like, I have, it's not even that I have high standards, like, like superficial high standards. Right. It's not even that. It's just like. They got to be on the same page. They have to be on the same page. I know who I am as a person. And not everyone can. It's just a thing of you don't see eagles with chickens. Mm. You don't mm. see eagles with pigeons. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it. like. Yeah, you're trying to fly. You're trying to take off. <laughs> this nigga's eating the crumbs on the floor. Like, come on, dog. Hey, hey, <laughs> we are moving, sir. <laughs> this is a moving train. Yo. Is that what it is? A majority of the time, so that's what it is. Fly. It's not even like I'm trying to. No, it's not. No, you can fly with me in the air as an eagle, but mm-hmm. you are a ch- chicken or a pigeon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's just niggas are short sighted. Yeah. They so some people don't have the vision. That yeah. You, that you sounds like you have. Right. And you think about an eagle. The eagle has better vision than a human does. I think. No, but the majority of the time, that's how it is. Just yeah. like I'm like, oh yay, this is good. And then it's like, oh, wait, mm-hmm. I have more for myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, um, that's, um, yeah. That's what's happening, though. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, um, in, I think, between black men and black women. Uh huh. I've, and I've talked to a lot of my black male comedy writer friends about uh-huh. this. And also, uh, you know, black women friends, you know, most of my friends are comedy writers. So we end up True. just talking about deep stuff. Yeah. And what's happening. But a lot of what I'm hearing is like black men are behind. We are <laughs> we don't make as much money as you guys. Mm-hmm. We are less educated than you. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, yes, we're pigeons, bro. And y'all. I don't. Oh, go ahead. I was. I don't think. No, no, no. It's not. I don't think every. No, not all y'all. No, no. This is obviously not everybody. But but it's harder. It's harder for you guys to find somebody who's moving at the same pace. Right. Yes, I've seen seen that and heard that and it's just like hmm but at the same time as black women we've had to do more mm-hmm. so uh, it's yeah. like 
I, I think that's 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 the hard part about it. It's like, yeah, we've had to get more educated. We've had to do all these things and strive and strive and strive because no one's giving us a chance, quote mm-hmm. unquote, no one's mm-hmm. giving us a chance, right? So it's like, now we're at the place where we're like, okay, we have all these stats or whatever. And not to say that black men don't have to do more, but I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Because now we are like, okay, we have all these things going for us, woo woo, because we've been pushed to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to work twice as hard or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, the things have been. And then it's like, I think it comes down to realizing and looking at a looking at a man. For me, it's looking at a man and being like, okay, what bricks are they working with? And mm-hmm. honestly, me praying and me consulting with God and being like, okay, like, what is, what's up? Like, how is this person? Do, do they align with me? Do they align with my purpose? Mm-hmm. And if it makes sense, then okay, cool. Then we can grow from there. Because he may not have every single thing. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? He know. may have not gone to school, but he has a booming business or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of times it, it just comes down to, okay, what really matters Mm-hmm. at the end of the day what can, what are you going to build off from like what are you going to build with and then in 30 years 40 years what's going to still stand right between the two of you yeah yeah you yeah. know black male leadership is mm-hmm. always it's it's inconsistent Ooh, it's inconsistent that's a word you know what Ooh. i mean like the examples that we have yeah even Martin Luther King, it's like, damn, this nigga's the, one of the greatest men to ever live. Uh-huh. And he was cheating on his wife. And mm-hmm. just the duality of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, you know, the prison industrial complex and like the mm-hmm. crack era and like mm-hmm. all these things that took black men out of our, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. our homes. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's an entire generation of people that are just like, it's messed up. Mm-hmm. And I think that. I don't know, just the, the, and it has so many effects that it's like, where do we go from here? Yeah. Where do, how do we, okay, we didn't do this. Uh-huh. We didn't do this to each other. This uh-huh. country is obviously, um, had a lot of effects on how we relate to each other, but it's like, okay, now that we're here, mm-hmm. I don't know. I even, I even have like, uh, women in my family who, you know, it's, 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 uh, I hate this phrase, but it's like, I think a lot of black women, a lot of really strong black women are like, fixer up. They find a fixer upper. Yes. It's like, oh, this nigga. It's build a Negro workshop. It is always that. Because yes. it's like, okay, this nigga, like you said, yeah. he doesn't have this. Mm-hmm. He's working on this. Mm-hmm. Okay, what can we make? What can we do? <laughs> right, but that's that's coming. I think that mentality is coming from a place of low self-esteem. like uh-huh. In the man? No, in herself. Because like for me, I've been in that place where... I've worked at building Negro Workshop. <laughs> like, I was a faithful staff member. Um, but this, you know, <laughs> okay, for real. Which, yes. What can I build? Basically. But yeah, and it's like, you can't do that because I think there's a, you should be able to, you can inspire and influence somebody. But I, I can't make you do anything that you aren't even ready to do mm-hmm. or have the capacity to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can't anything, anything you haven't dealt with emotionally, anything you haven't dealt with traumatically, like, and it's hindering you, it's going to hinder me eventually. Mm-hmm. So you have to deal with that on your own. I can't fix that. And I think 
as women, we've done that before because it's like, well, at least, at least he's there. At least it's a man. Right, right. Right? And he and, wants me. And, and he wants me and, you know, he may pay a couple bills or he may, mm-hmm. we may have great sex or whatever yeah. it is. He you know what I mean? really great wings. Right, right. Wings. Them great lemon wings. pepper wings hey, he wings made. Sex, bro. Right. That's a good weekend. Right, right. <laughs> and then at the end of the day... <laughs> <laughs> we all been there <laughs> but then at the end of the day you look up five years and it's like oh wait we're still in the same place mm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. or we look up to a year from and you're like wait why are we still so you th- you're saying for you mm-hmm. it's a it became a choice of okay I value myself m- more than this is worth to try to fix this yes basically I can't I can't fix do you think this yeah. is controversial? Do you do you think that is a little bit of of how we see a lot of successful black <clears throat> women with white guys? Mm-hmm. You think that's a little bit of it? Yes. Yes. Okay. I see it all the time, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know what? Good for you, sis. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get it. I understand. And mm-hmm. then you also see black men with white. L.A. is the home of internet international yeah. interracial relationship. Absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's rare to see black love. Like that's why I'll be like, "Yo, you and Maya, you, I don't even be on a podcast teaching you what the fuck <laughs> yeah, y'all yeah. doing later." You know what I'm saying? No mm-hmm. pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Like, black love is a special thing. It's mm-hmm. very hard to hold on to mm-hmm. because we're always dealing with something internally with us individually, mm-hmm. and the and again, if we're not taking care of the emotion that mm-hmm. we need to take care of, mm-hmm. that shit seeps out. Mm-hmm. Like. If you're dealing with a girl that earlier in her life and career she was touched sexually, mm-hmm. she might not tell you that, but mm-hmm. there's ways you touch her, it triggers her. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh shit, yeah, or like you know, I've I've dealt with that. Where I was just like, okay, and you got to have patience too, though, right? Yeah, like with black love. Also, niggas just got to be on their shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> Say that at the end of the day, the people in the back. Excuses are like dead mm-hmm. now. I can't do this because of this. That shit dead. Yeah. Because you can do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyone can do anything. And also, th- because of that amount of power, I think black people have a lot of power, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. why people want to be like us. That's why people try to steal the way we talk and the way we act and the way we sound. Or they say some stupid shit because they want to be relevant. And absolutely, yeah. <laughs> they want the juice. Yeah. So we have a lot of power. And I think sometimes that can collide. Mm-hmm. With each other, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yo, a strong black man and a strong black woman having an argument, having a disagreement. Mm-hmm. That's that's planets colliding. Mm-hmm. That is two different galaxies colliding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two very strong, like people who know who they are and are having a disagreement. Like that's that's it's that's real. Mm-hmm. So we know who we are for the moment, the moment that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are like, I know who I am, and this is who I am. Like, you know, you, you can change immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, the weather doesn't stay the same every day. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And people, like, I feel like when they get into a relationship, they're like, ah, this is who I am. I'm never going to change. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm ready to see what this evolves to. That's good. Like, yeah. I'm ready to see how I grow. Because we be stuck in our ways. We be like, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm never going to. I'm never going to be this. I'm never going to eat like that. I'm never going to try kale. What? Yeah. Is that what broke you guys up? It was the kale? No. He wouldn't try the kale? No. 
<laughs> you was like trying to be an eagle. <laughs> Why'd you break up with the last person? Um. Oh, because I because it's really recent. That's why I'm not trying to get oh, into it. Oh, but the okay. person, so, well, I, uh, okay. somebody before it was just the same thing. It was just like, honestly, just for me, it just always boils down to. I'll be I'll be praying. I'll be talking to God, and God be like, "Nah, this ain't it." Like this, if you knew who you were, you would not be in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, I feel like we get, whether it's friendships or relationships or you know business or whatever it is it's like if you only knew who you were you wouldn't be fooling with this Mm. like if you only knew who you were and why god put you on this earth you half the stuff you wouldn't be entertaining at all (laughs) you know what i'm saying so that for me that's that's how you always that's how it always has been with relationships it's like i have so much more for you i can do more than what you think and this is not this ain't it this isn't the only thing I have for you. I can do exceedingly abundantly for you. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that who you are, who you are and what I'm saying have to collide, have to collide and have to gel together or else it's not going to work. It's just like, like I said, you're not going to find an eagle in a chicken coop. Mm-hmm. That thing is too big. Mm-hmm. Think of a chicken coop, think of an eagle in there. The mm-hmm. thing is going to be struggling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I think a lot of times that's how I was. It was just like, I think for me, if I would just give myself enough time to know myself yeah. instead of just being so ready to give all myself to somebody, mm-hmm. then it's like, then I can actually attract what I want. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because if I'm pouring into myself, if I'm, if I'm in a space of, let me get myself together mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. physically, financially. Aligning. Yeah, let me align myself with what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Then I'm unstoppable, right? Mm-hmm. But I think a fear that I've had is, if I'm an eagle, is someone else going to be an eagle with me? Mm-hmm. Are there other, you know what I'm saying? Like, are there other eagles out there? You know what I mean? And I think, I don't know, somewhere in my brain, it felt like a deficit. Like, there was a deficit of eagles. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you were kind of saying earlier, like, black women, we have all these things. And then it's like some black men, but some black men don't. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot more, there are a lot more black men who are doing better, mm-hmm. like, a lot. I, I'm on TikTok a lot. <laughs> so just, yeah. just like, just feed, like, on my feed, like, I just see a lot of black men in business or, you know, getting their degree or having whatever it is. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, they're out there. Mm-hmm. They're not a fairy tale. They're not a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. Right, right? So yeah, it's yeah. just, like, mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of... Um, Finding the right app. Because <laughs> they could be in Texas. You in California, they in Texas. You know what I mean? Um, oh my lord, I'm done. But you be you old soul and a little strong fish. That could be Jackie, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But that's what's funny because she's also like, I'm not gonna call you a partier, but like. She will fuck. She She's can dance. Fun, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We turn it up for shows. Yeah. That's yeah. what's like. Weird. It's 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 a con- is it a conundrum for you? It's uh no. It's just a nice meal. You know what I mean? It's like mm. a bowl of whole bunch of different flavors. That's good. Ooh, an acai bowl? What kind of bowl are we talking about? I mean, I'm talking soul bowl. No, I was thinking. Crazy. I was thinking about a ramen bowl because I love ramen. Oh, you ramen. <laughs> ramen. You oh. Spicy. 
Okay. okay. She throwed a little chive. Right. <laughs> Definitely the egg, dog. Every time. Oh. In ramen. Man. Every time. Do you like spicy? Yeah. It, I mean, like, a not kick? super. A bit, but just yeah, a little. Yeah, exactly. When it's too spicy, it's like, I'd be like, yeah, bro. It'd be like, I'd be even fire. I, I think I retired spicy. Like, I, did. I gave it to I gave it to the other folks. But yeah, like, I'm not like about to suffer <laughs> this whole dog on time for this yeah, meal. Like, for I'm this hungry, meal, bro. it's so spicy, bro. You gotta have it. Like, Heck no, oh, I'm not burning my mouth this whole time. For, that? for not for this fifteen dollar chicken meal <laughs> right, I just paid. Bro. Yeah, fifteen dollars just to be like, yeah, that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, ah, shit, ah. Next morning, you suffering. Yes. It was spicy. You ate it. Great. That's why I like Louisiana hot sauce. Ooh, okay. You know, Southern style. I don't like the like. The, I don't know. I could do a jalapeno, like, but Bro, if it's just like, why? That's not even flavor. Fire. Like, yeah, that's the food thing. Is supposed to, it's obviously supposed to new, not nutritionize. That's not a word. Like <laughs> Make that. it up. I like that. <laughs> I like to nutritionize this yeah. meal. Yeah. Food supposed to nutritionize. <laughs> Keep the nutrition in your body system. <laughs> okay. Yours. You get your vitamins. Get your vitamins and minerals. I didn't grow up making mac and cheese and right. collard greens and yeah. all this. I, that just wasn't my childhood. Mm-hmm. And a lot of black women are able to do that. Mm-hmm. I have to learn. I can mm-hmm. make mac and cheese now. Amen. Okay. But like the yams and the this and, and not to say that we're eating that every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not. It just wasn't an innate thing for me. Like if somebody comes over, I'm not I can't just whip up something okay. like I have yeah. to strategically plan. Yeah. Okay, I'm they're coming way. over. I'm gonna make this, this, and this, and yeah. that. You know what's interesting about making food mm-hmm. is it, it really does bring people together. It does. It's a talent that just like it, I mean, if somebody can cook, it just brings the family, friends. It yes. Closes in. Everybody comes from far and wide yeah. to like be together. Right. But you have that talent in a in a bunch of different other ways. Yeah. I feel like you're you're a very welcoming. Like, you know, every time we were on set, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very, like, um, it's very, <laughs> I forgot, somebody, who said this to me? <laughs> somebody, I was talking to somebody, Chris McQueen. Shout out to Chris! Chris McQueen, uh, another producer on High Power, our yeah. line producer. Mm-hmm. He had never worked with you before. Yeah. So, of course, we're on High Power, we're on the set. <laughs> and we, I, I'm hanging out with him randomly, me and mm-hmm. him work on a lot of other jobs together. And we, we brought you up and he was like, man, Maya Cryer. <laughs> He said, Maya Cryer is like that person where, like, she'll 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 be nice, but she'll roast you like to your face three seconds later, and then start the meeting. Like, so we'll be is on that the what Zoom. happened? We'll be on the Zoom, and she'll be like, "Good morning," and then she'll say some slick shit. Yes, about your hat or what That's your true. like your gurgly voice. Did you just wake up? Get, get, get this is true. Get your shit together. That's and then she'll true. officially start a really serious business talk. Yes. <laughs> That's why I, I, I like Maya. Like both projects, Maya was there, and I was just like, she runs a tight chip, really tight. Yeah, and then she's really fun. And then when she yeah. switches over, I'll be like, yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you're just like, oh shit. Because yeah. we could joke all day, and she knows that. Right. We joke all day, and she'd be like, all right, we got two takes. So right. Y'all ready? <laughs> 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 
Y'all ready? <laughs> Let's go. Two takes. Rolling. Boy. We ain't got time. To watch. Cut. That was really good. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. Incredible. I'd be like, huh? <laughs> Thank you? No uh, way. But but oh. it's, like, really, like, um, nice. Mm-hmm. And it's really, like, business. And Joel's the same way, too. Joel's yeah. Like, All right. That's true. Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> but he'll be like, hey, uh, let's just stop fooling around right now. Let's just get this rolling. I'll be like, oh, Joel's serious right now. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's like a gradual with Joel, but with Maya, it's just like, bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, we're rolling. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, shit, where, where oh, was the warning? Like, like hot. These, with these lights is hot. <laughs> yeah. Why the lights so hot? Yeah. Is that how it is? Shit, I only got two takes? Okay. <laughs> And she's just staring, looking at the feed, just looking at it, just like, I don't like how that was done. We're going to do it again. Hey, I got to talk about this, man. Speaking of Chris McQueen, God bless the man. Uh, but I want to know, you, both of you guys were there. The world, the world doesn't know about this story. Oh my god! But we, I want to hear it from your perspective, uh-huh. and I would love Ralph to chime <laughs> in whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But so, I want to know your perspective. Okay. On what is now, I'm sure, going to be a famous <laughs> story. story for a long time. <laughs> so anyway, what we're talking about, folks. So the short film that we shot, Ralph doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he's Ralph he was, was there early. He was just an actor on set. But I'm yeah. just saying, for us, yes. Yeah. You know, me, you, and Chris were like the big producers yes. on set. Yes. It was daylight savings. Yes, it was. Famously, I knew somebody would fuck it up. I knew somebody was going to fuck it up. But it didn't have to be Chris. I didn't know it was going to be Chris. Right. God bless Chris McQueen. Uh-huh. He's an amazing man. And yes. He, I will work with him for a very long we time. We appreciate you, sir. We do. But he happened to be the one. Yes. Who missed his alarm. Yes. And he was the one who was supposed to have all of the equipment. Yes. He had the truck. And the keys. The truck, the keys to everything. Yes. The lights. Yes. The 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 cameras. Yep. Equipment. Everything. Yep. Everything. He mm-hmm. was an hour late mm-hmm. to our biggest day on set. The yes. most money we were spending. Mm-hmm. The biggest amount of extras. Everybody. Yes. Biggest crew. That was the big day. <laughs> that was the day. It was. We were shooting the music it video. Was. We were shooting the pool scene. It was Girl. everything. Girl. So I want to know from your perspective. So just to give you all the long story short, mm-hmm. who's listening, folks. Maya Cryer, our AD, our producer, mm-hmm. was able to whip things into shape in such a way that we finished that day. We did finish that day early. That was that day. minutes early. That was that day. We left 15 minutes early and the place was spotless with just one scratch on the wall. We finished a 15 minutes That's early, right, starting we did. an hour late. I want to know from your perspective, just how, what was going through your head? How did you, how did you do it? Because I was just... You know me. I was, I, I was just trying to be an actor. Right. And he, Joel was doing 500 jobs yeah. per usual. Yeah. But anywho, um, for me, it just comes down to what are you, what are you, panicking is not doing anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like panicking is not going to make him get here any faster. Mm-hmm. So what can you do in the meantime? That's always my thing. What can you do in the meantime? So I think... I think I have my print. I I brought my printer. So I think I have people like sign contracts. I think I have people like set up another scene or like check equipment, like set up crafty. Like I was doing like we were trying to 
just I was just trying to prep for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But then also some stuff like what that was on the shot list, we were able to condense like con- c- condense or combine. Mm-hmm. So I think that saved time as well, yeah. which is great. Shout out to uh, Vivian, Vivian, our amazing DP, and, uh, and our Andres, and Andres, our steady cam. Yes, I mean it's <laughs> it's it's amazing. I think when you know you talk about your friends who see what what God has for you. Mm-hmm. And you may not see it in yourself because what's incredible about that story is all of everybody that was on set was talented. Yes. And was from a million different places. Nobody. It was our first time working with a lot of those people, the crew. Yeah. And what's amazing is I believe your energy set the tone, though, in Mm -hmm. such a way that people who had never knew they had no reason we weren't we didn't have a lot of money right we did not have a lot of money we had a day we had to be out by five we were there at 4 a.m some of us yes and but there were people that felt the passion Mm -hmm. in what we were trying to do and there, there were people that were going out of their way for the few dollars that we could afford to pay them and the you know the nice lunch we would always feed people well but it was like people were going out of their way to be like, we got to get that light down. Oh, it's in the shot. Yes. Uh, get that wire out of there. Yes. And people were running. Yes. Like. Yes. They had no reason to do that. Yes. And and, and there were people that were thanking us at the end of the day. This right. This is special. Wow. Right. Wow. <laughs> when can we make something else? I'm just, I'm only here one day. What, you guys got two more days on set? Right. Right. People like, really like, wow, man, you guys are great. Like, da, da, da. And then just like. I don't know. It's a testament to, like you were saying, just who you are. And I don't know if you know that or, or if you're even conscious of <laughs> of doing that. But it's like, it's it's those are the reasons why people want to work in Hollywood. You yeah. Know? It's like, it's, there's a lot of situations, a lot of sets where people don't treat each other well. And right. people don't take care of each other. And they're just, it can be a very selfish place. Yeah. Hollywood sometimes. and. I was just impressed by everybody stepping up. It was just like everybody was giving a hundred and they were fifty percent, two hundred percent. It was like what? I don't even know your last name at all. And you're we're hugging, right? We're at lunch. Everybody was just like by the pool and like just yeah. I it was beautiful. I don't even know what to say about that set, like or about the crew and cast. Like mm-hmm. I never every day. Everyone was so helpful. Mm-hmm. Every day we were excited to see each other. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you never want to work, right? You never want to work on a set where you are like, oh, I'm going to see so and so later. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's going to happen just because that's life sometimes. But like, we really were just like, all hands were on deck all the time. And it was such a beautiful set i don't i can't even describe to you someone was like what's the dna i'm like i can't even i'd have to research it (laughs) like if if, how do you make a great set like i'd have to sit down and really comb through those days because it was just like like i've seen you guys talk on set yeah where you you'll pull joel to the side (laughs) and just be like all right, Joel, so we're going to da 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 And Joel be like, uh-huh, okay, okay. And Joel, like, get back into the character. I'd just be like, I don't know how y'all do it. Because I'm just like, but I respect it so freaking much. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even want to curse. Freaking <laughs> much. Like, I really respect it. 
like dead ass. Like I was just like, oh, it's just like I could see the future. Like, mm. with y'all. like I was just like, oh, y'all. Oh, this is what they talk about when you start from the ground up with people. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, y'all got it. Amen. Like y'all got it. Do you have any vices other than like that you cake when I'm mad or when I need to calm down? You know what I've done recently that is so simple? I I'm taking more baths. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of I clean myself, y'all. I want to be clear. Cause people are like, you dirty? No, that's not what I mean. What I'm saying is like, if my mind is racing or something, or I feel like I just need, or I feel like I need to like pray or whatever, I take a bath because my body is like relaxed, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're relaxed, you can just hear more. You can think more clearly. Ooh, like I'll have my coffee or tea or whatever, have some like spa music or instrumental music or whatever, mm-hmm. or just silence. And it's dark in there. I'll put a candle in there sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then, but somehow I'll just, it'll just be dark in there. And it's just like the best. Mm-hmm. And I, silence and I, is, it, as I get older, it's It's, it's really like, wow. It's beautiful. Silence is rare. Mm-hmm. It is a rare yeah. gift that we have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, our minds are always racing, mm-hmm. but when it's silent for five minutes, your brain like chills. Chill. Chill. Every every angry, every happy emotion is just now neutralized. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh right. wow, I'm on this rock that's floating. Holy God. Yeah. I'm walking. I'm able to walk. Like you're just thankful for the little things. Yes. Now because you now see mm-hmm. like life is not that like it's not that busy. Mm-hmm, We're mm-hmm. just making it busy. Come on! Mm-hmm. You're just filling it with shit. That's a you word. Know you know what, too? Like, I, I've been finding in my prayer lately, I will, like, before I eat now, I will try to hold my breath mm-hmm. and then just let it out real slow. And then I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm in flow now. Like, whereas before, I think you can just be like, okay, God is good. God is great. Like, let us thank him for our food. Amen. You know what I mean? Period. And then you're just eating and you're still eating fast. You're yes. still eating like, yes, oh, yes, yes, anxious. Yes. Let me eat yeah. this really quick so yeah, I can get back yeah, to work. Yeah. Uh. And I'm just like, oh, man, I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a plate of food. I got a whole plate of warm, hot food. Mm-hmm. Wow. I got a house. Damn. My girl in the other room. Damn. This is crazy. Like, Yo. it's a whole other. It's wild. But it's like aligning, I think. Sometimes in Christianity, you can miss the physical, the, yes. br- the breath work. Uh-huh. The, mm-hmm. Like you're talking about with the bath. Yeah. It's, it's aligning your body. Yeah. Your body is relaxed. Thank you for doing the show. Maya mm-hmm. Cry, everybody. Mm-hmm. Other Eagle, I don't know where he at. He might be listening right now. But hey, he's out there. I'm mad at you. I don't know what verse. I don't know what that is either, dude. Like, they, sound, they, they, they sound like, hey, what up, my girl? Yeah, what you want? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm about to eat this. <laughs> what you yeah. want to do? Shout out to all the eagles out there. Kaka, we see you. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us at High Power Pod on IG. Follow, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> we're all doing eagle wings right now. Yeah. Rate us five stars. We're, we're here. We now. see you all over the world. So hit us up, High Power Pod at Gmail. And uh, you can hear all the episodes at highpowerpod.com. We'll see y'all next time. Peace and love. Peace.
This podcast is brought to you by Holy Hoppers Crunch, the only cereal handcrafted by the 12 disciples with all types of prizes inside from mangers to live babies. Get right with Jesus in every bite. Holy Hoppers Crunch. This product is not responsible for your own spiritual journey.